Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to Trifecta Airsoft. E-Rock here, and this is the next episode of our new segment of our podcast. And uh, today we're interviewing or talking with, hanging out with uh, one of our viewers, fairly new to our channel, uh, Van Alex. And I'm giving an intro because we uh, <laughs> we were still learning how to record this thing, and we found a glitch. Uh or a conflict, I guess, with uh, a couple of different softwares we were using to uh, record. And we fixed the problem. So the next one that we just did last night with uh, B-Hall, uh, actually, everything worked fine. So we uh, we thought we had it fixed and did not. So uh, this one, uh, instead of the video, because the video locks up, it lags, and it pretty much just it's not even a video it's just a picture uh that changes randomly here and there so i put uh i put some of our gameplay video and some of his videos in the background and just put the audio over it okay so you guys can still hear the podcast you can still see our uh, ugly mugs on there <laughs> and uh and then you can just see some uh something interesting in the background while we're uh while we're talking so, anyway, going forward, we got it fixed. Everything will be fine in the future. And uh, finally, after the third time, so fourth time, I guess. But uh, so, thanks for watching, and uh, hope you guys enjoy this new podcast series we're doing. And I'll open it up to any of you guys that uh, would like to be a guest on our podcast. You know, de- uh, DM me in uh, Discord on our Discord channel. And uh, and let me know that, hey, I'd like to be, you know, I wouldn't mind being interviewed or, you know, joining you guys one time just to talk Airsoft or whatever. So thank you guys again, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. We'll see you in the next one. Welcome back to uh, Trifecta Airsoft Podcast, our new section that we just started. And, uh, you know, some of our previous, well, actually, I've only done two previous podcasts and uh, they were kind of test videos. So, uh, Zombie and Q-Ball, thank you uh, for being the guinea pigs there. My audio sucked. Uh, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, you know, setting all this shit up. <laughs> and uh, uh, hopefully this one turns out great. So, we got four people on here. We got me, uh, Chris, Coltrane, and Van Alex, who is uh, kind of new Hello. to our channel, actually. Yes, welcome. And uh, thank you for being on here. Uh, you've got your own channel. I'm going to give you a plug here. It's uh, Van Alex, right, on YouTube? Yep. Mm-hmm. And they can search that, and I'll put a, a link uh, in the description of this video uh, when I post it. And I'll actually Thank have a you, little... Yeah. yeah, of course, man. A uh, little scrolling thing here at the bottom. But um, uh, so you were just about to tell us how you got into Airsoft because that's you know, you know, know, a big question that everyone has, how, you, how everyone got started. Yeah, so I think at some point everybody started with some cheap Springer and they slowly upgraded and they're like, I want an electric one. And then as you get older, you see that people are actually going and playing. 
So I was like, okay, I need something. I need something real. I can't go there with a the Springer. So I bought a D Boys with the drum mag, and it was from Airsoft Mega Store. It was like one of those kits that they put together and sell. So I bought that. I liked it a lot, but it, it was it wasn't really modular like as much as I wanted to put on there. So I ended up also buying another SR25 and a Double Eagle or Golden Eagle M4. M4 didn't work well. SR25, I sold it to my friend at the same time, so I kind of had to fix the M4. So that's when I modded it, and then I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So I just have a whole, I have like $200 worth of parts for a $180 worth oh my gun. Gosh. And I was like, what do I do? So someone on Craigslist, they offered to trade me, and I'm like, all right, here's my parts. What will you give me? And they ended up giving like uh, an RPK that was broken, uh, G36, so like maybe like five broken guns, and I was like, okay, can you like take a video of it? I want to see how broken is it. He shows me it, and then slowly on the side of the video, I see it has a lot more stuff. So I'm like, okay, could you give me those too? He's like, yeah, you got money? I'm like, yeah. So here I am with 13 like airsoft guns, a mix of gas blowback, but none of them really work perfectly. But I give this guy enough parts to make a really good airsoft gun, given that he has the knowledge. And slowly fixing those and selling them afterwards, I kind of got a lot of knowledge. And then I was like, all right, cool, now I need a good gun. So that was when I rebought an SR25, and that's been my trophy gun for such a long time. And as soon as I'm done with all these projects, I'm going to get there. Hell yeah. Cool. Dude, that's crazy. Jesus. <clears throat> yeah. It's usually when you hear the Craigslist deals, those are kind of fishy, but this one happens to work out perfectly. <laughs> like, it, I was young. I went with my dad to, like, a Target parking lot. He came with his dad to a parking lot. Like, I didn't even know I was talking to someone my age. Oh, so. Shit. As soon as we saw each other, we were like, oh, that's cool. Uh, he gave everything in the bag. It was it was fun. And then, yeah, and then after that, it was just kind of like, oh, now I have a whole bunch of experience with every type of gun because there was gas blowbacks in there that didn't work that yeah. I found O-rings for, and everything just worked perfectly fine. Now I'm just waiting to be able to go back into Airsoft. No shit, right? So what, uh, what, what got you interested in Airsoft? Was that like... Did you see some videos? Were you watching YouTube and then, or were you interested in paintball or originally, or did you uh, have some friends that played? Yeah, it was kind of like half and half. I liked paintball, and I was playing Battlefield Three at the time on PS3, and I was really young then. I think I was in middle school. I was like, "Wow, oh, like, yeah, yeah, like, come on, I want to, I want to be feeling this, you know? I don't want to be feeling it realistically, <laughs> but I want to be able to have the chance to put my skills to the test because sometimes." Sometimes they'll be shooting someone in Battlefield, and you're like, there's no way, that hit, that hit. So I'm like, you know what, let me go to Airsoft. I'll probably, you know, have some more fun there. Yeah. So I, I went, and first time I went was probably like four or five years ago. And I, my first video was actually posted still. So I go back to that. Every time I make Airsoft video, I'm like, wow, this, this is the dream. This is so fun. And slowly what made me stop was that... Um, I felt like I was too much into school and then change of hobbies. I think I went to RC stuff, but eventually you always come back to Airsoft because it's, oh, okay. it's just a complete different experience. So uh, how did you get an RC? Like what, uh, what kind of, are you into the so, cars or aircraft? 
Oh, RC was cars. I couldn't really get into aircraft. It's too much of a risk. You pay like 300 bucks for an airplane, crash it once. But if you have yeah. a car, you can just crash it over and over and over and max the cost of a part will be like 20 bucks. Yeah. And mm. I was on vacation one day and I needed a battery because one of my batteries happened to blow up, literally blow up right before I went on vacation with it. <laughs> oh my God. So I was like, I need to buy a battery. So it's here when I come back because I want to go play and stuff. And I hit up Z Battery, which they were new at the time as well. I'm like, hey, can you guys send me this for free? They were like, no. I'm like, will you guys give me a discount? They're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll show you guys off on my channel. So they were my first sponsor. And from there on, oh, I got shit. maybe like $500 worth of batteries for free. And I was so happy because I was just what? fresh in the RC field. Yeah. So getting those batteries for free, I was like, okay, now I have $500 worth of batteries, but all I have is a two-wheel drive slash. So I was like, I need something <laughs> cool to show off, something that's really going to show yeah. up on camera. So I had this 116 scale buggy that I made a 3S out of, which it was like the ESC was for 3S, but it was really big. So the motor didn't fit in there. So I ended up making a little plate with my dad so the motor can sit with the gear, and that thing was flying in my driveway. Uh, if oh I find the video, I'll show you guys after this. But you cool. can literally see it, like, hovering as it's going faster down the driveway. Oh, my God. And, uh -huh, yeah. That's cool. About to take off. <laughs> yeah, it's since it's so small and the wheelbase is, like, short, if you made a left or a right while going that fast, it was just gone in that direction. There was no fixing <laughs> oh it. God, so it was just going awesome. straight. That's it. Yeah. That is cool, man. Okay. Mm -hmm. We actually have, like, an RC uh, airfield. Uh, here in South Carolina that's uh, well where I used to work it's on my way to work uh, well Chris and Colt you guys know um, on your way from here out to 101 you know the back road uh, there's a uh, there's a sign for it it actually has an aircraft symbol on it but it's RC aircraft and the guys go out there and, and take their like you know, mock C one thirties or the you yeah, know, Cessnas yeah. or whatever, and they you know I've never seen that before. Yeah, it's like it's a it's a small driveway off the uh, you know off the back road out there. And, yeah, uh, yeah, it's that's kind of crazy. That's cool. We here we have something called the Apollo Eleven, and it's by a park called like Balboa Park. And I've seen people bring like thirty thousand dollar turbine jet. RC Bob, oh, Park. Are you in there. Southern? Are you in Southern California? Yeah, Southern California. Dude, I was I was stationed at Pendleton. I actually spent six weeks in uh, Balboa Hospital, uh, oh, not far from. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was. Well, look, it wasn't Recently, because of being injured. Yeah. I was. Uh, I got in trouble at, when I was drunk, and they sent me to rehab <laughs> in the hospital. <laughs> alcohol rehab because I was drunk when I got in trouble. So that's why I was there. But, uh, yeah, it was just a bunch of AA meetings and, uh, you know, sitting in circles and talking about your feelings kind of shit. So yeah, it was fun. Well, better now? So fun. Well, I'm still drinking. Well, as, as long as you're happy, you know, that's all that matters. <laughs> as long as you're happy. That was also when um, the of us were born. It was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was uh, 19... That was a long 90, time ago. That was 1991, so, yeah. We only know it from stories. <laughs> we weren't here yet. <laughs> yeah. 
How old are you well, guys, in, Chris? In case you guys don't, in case Van Alex, in case you don't know, uh, Chris and, and Coltrane are are my sons. So, I yeah. just made that assumption. I wanted. Yeah. To oh, okay. Age. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Chris wow. is my oldest son, uh, and then I have so I I have uh, five kids, uh, three boys, two girls. Wow, God bless. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh, Christian is the oldest one, and uh, and then I have a daughter would fit right here in this little. And then uh, Colton is the third one. How, how old are you, Chris and Colt? I will be 27 in August. Wow. So Cole, I'm getting old. <laughs> nah, 27. I'm actually 21. I'm the youngest out of all of us here. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a baby. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you're a baby. Uh, a 27. Baby. Experience, you know, experience comes with being 27, right? So that's not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, this this Apollo Eleven park that yeah. we we go by, um, people. This is like one of the most known parks. Anytime you go there, you'll see someone flying something expensive there. Uh, the oh. only thing that sucked was that the only memory I have is taking a model rocket from Fry's Electronics over there, trying to fly <laughs> oh it. God. The igniter not working, and sadly coming home. But the best part oh, was that dang. you always saw someone else flying some really expensive yeah. jet. So that was that was a cool part, and then you'll see some people <laughs> on another end flying like these thousand dollar helicopters, just flying Jeez, on their back and stuff. Yeah, you can't yeah. even imagine it, but cool. they're doing it, so you're just like, cool. Now those ones that I've seen on videos, uh, those RCs, like I've seen some one C one thirties, I've seen some like Hueys, you know, helicopters, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, what size would those be? Because they're fucking huge. Like, uh, yeah. To- to think of their actual size, like when you think of an AC-130 versus like a, a one eight or something, yeah, you like those are differently scaled aircrafts in real life. I mean, right. in the real scale, AC-130 right. is greatly larger than the Bell Huey, right? And right. the thing is, like, so is one sixteen? Is it of a Bell, like the Huey, the helicopter, or is it of a AC-130? Oh, so I think right, the way right. it works is like it's a generalized. Like I know one tenth in RC cars is about like a foot and a half, one ten yeah. for RC cars, and then one sixteen right. is about le- like a foot maybe or less. Yeah. That, yeah the I don't know too much is for like a, the most common uh, RC car, you know Yeah, one sixteen and one tenth is like the yeah. most common. And the reason okay. being is because like one is like small indoor or like in house fun or whatever. And then one ten is like just general in most places. And if you're if you're crazy, you go with the one fourth. That's about like <laughs> yeah. I think that's the one I've seen, bro. I, I'm serious. Like scales. I saw a guy uh, flying a C130. I swear it was. It had to be five feet long, you know. These, and it had real props, like for real, real propellers, real fucking jet engine thing. Like it was insane. People like, go yeah. all out with them. <laughs> Man, you don't know. What? <laughs> Dude, your audio is so bad, I can't lie. Your right audio now. is horrible, bro. You can't. Man, I'll put on the charger, man. He's going to put it on charge. Okay. I'll interpret what he's saying if I understand. <laughs> no, he said it has a real jet engine, so I was like, oh, it has a real jet engine? Yeah, well, so turbo too, bro. Right? I, I've actually seen a, a, a it must be a one fourth or whatever. Maybe a one uh, eighth uh, F sixteen RC, where somebody yeah, you know it's a lot of those, mm-hmm. and it had a and had a, a real 
I, I don't know. Maybe it's not a real job. I mean, I'm just looking at the video, but it looks fucking real, bro. Like the damn things open yeah. up. Okay, there's a flame coming out. Don't be laughing. There's a flame coming out, okay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's possible. You know, the way the turbines yeah. work, they'll just suck out air, and then in there, inside of it will be a propeller, and it'll, yeah, that'll I mean, move the bigger propeller, just like a real helicopter, but, you know, yeah. the turboprops. Look, bro, um, but, uh, the jet engine is just like, okay, it's got fuel and a spark. It creates fire, and then it's got a bunch of fucking oxygen that just blast through that thing so you yeah. know when we we do a bonfire and i and i'm like hey this fire ain't big enough so i go out and i get the leaf blower and i blow the fuck out of the fire with the leaf blower yeah. that's a jet engine like for real burn that little leaf blower <laughs> off yes you try oh, it yeah. you try it <laughs> i think everyone's had that experience and i don't know if you guys ever seen it they've someone actually invented something like that it has like a clip you put it on the side of a barbecue and then it has like a small fan to blow oh on it. shit yeah it oh, was yeah. a show on science channel yeah but i mean whatever why would i pay like 20 bucks for that when i have a leaf blower or rc <laughs> turbine just put it like yeah or i got kids hey come here and blow on this fire come here <laughs> yeah um what we do at our house sometimes we'll just get like a piece of cardboard and you know fan it yep. like old school yeah. stuff. fan it just fan it remember those uh, remember those old things where like you'd squeeze it down yeah like, 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 like this, looking right? thing. yeah you do yeah. that and just yeah. blow as much air out i think uh i think uh we used to go to get me in uh pap's house yeah we were real young we had those little bonfires they had one of those didn't they Yep. I remember that, right? I don't think we ever had one of those. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I mean, just the same way like a turbine works. Like the cold air, once it gets hot, it gets expanded, and then it gets shoved out the other end. So yeah. that's it. Um, so, Tarkov. Do you guys all play Tarkov? What's oh, up Jesus. That? These dudes are fucking... This guy, especially Christian, this guy is big time into Tarkov. Uh, all right. Yeah. yeah, and then a couple of our uh, other viewers um, play with them as well. And, uh, yeah, they're, in fact, uh, last week, uh, we have a separate Discord channel for uh, our gaming or whatever. So uh, one of our friends sent a, um, uh, a screenshot or whatever. And I was like, Christian, what the fuck is this screenshot? Is it, are you guys playing Minecraft now? Because it looked like... A bu- like a oh, grid square, you know, a square grid kind of thing with a bunch of, like, keys and, you know, I was yeah. like, what the fuck is it? And he was like, no, that's, uh, you know, it's a kind yeah, of Yeah, like we were a looking at a, uh, a key guide for one of the maps. Yep. It was like yeah. key Reserve, guide. Reserve, no, it? It was for yeah. all of them. It was like uh, one uh, of like a, one of the top streamers that had like a, like a grid view built out of like all the top keys that you should have with you when you go to these certain maps. So he, yeah. we had posted a screenshot on one of our Discord servers for it. And he was like, what is that, Minecraft or something? I was like, no, it's Tarkov. What are talking about? Man, Tarkov is responsible for me spending so much money on gun-related stuff. Really? I'll see, like, I'll see a, like, a handguard or a grip, and I'll be like, all right, let's go to brown, the Brownells. Yeah, dude. So I'm like, cool, let me look that up right now. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm buying it. Because it's, like, it's one-to-one, so you could do yeah. whatever you're doing on that. I don't, there. I don't know if there's anything in that game that's made up, like a made-up item. Like, you could look it up in real life and buy it and, like, build your a real gun like you would in that game. Yeah. It's crazy. 
like the carbon fiber handguards. I was looking yeah. into that for my AR9, but yeah. then I look at the price. I'm like six hundred bucks. Jeez. Yeah, I know, right? What? Yeah, for real. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay, oh, yeah. like twelve hundred for the print. whole gun. Three <laughs> D print. You. Yeah, I mean, three D printing is strong, but when you think about like life type of stuff, like like uh, what's it called? Like you need to depend on it with your life at times. It's like no, I'll just I'll put that aside for now, unless if I'm three <laughs> D printing a whole gun. Right. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen the CZ Scorpion by Are We Cool? Is that Are We Cool yet? Um, they three printed a whole Scorpion body. All you need no, is like, some of the internals. Yeah, it's crazy. I lo- I've looked into it, and the parts actually came out more than buying a CZ Scorpion new. Either what? that or I couldn't find it. Yeah, either that or I couldn't find it or Everybody ended up buying the internals, so what happens? They jacked up the prices of those specific internals right. to meet the requirement for the supply. So yeah, they're doing uh, a lot of stuff now. Like they're uh, 3D printing, like Glock lowers, AR lowers, all that kind of stuff. Just yeah. the, the parts that have all the pressure on them, or just the ones you got to buy. Like if you if you print a Glock, you can print. Uh, I think the lower, maybe the trigger, just a few other parts, and then everything else you got to like buy a barrel and all that stuff. But Everything mm-hmm. else my, is pretty much 3D printed. Yeah, my friend Ty, he actually had a really good idea. He was saying a lot of people are trying to take these guns that are manufactured, designed to be used with real steel or strong plastic parts, and they're trying to make it 3D printed. He said, why don't they just redesign a new gun that is supposed to be 3D printed, so that way there won't have to be any compatibility issues. Or I don't know if you guys have seen the 3D printed AK. It looks kind of weird. It's like bulky, blocky, um, so I was kind of thinking, like, you know, whenever someone does do that with available parts, it would be cool to actually try to do it, especially in California. This is YouTube channel. Ah, the name, uh, get away from me. But they're, like, all about 3D printing guns and, like, coming up with their own designs for is it, uh, are 3D printing cool guns. I don't know. I know there's two I need to, channels. I need to, one I need is to find are we this. Cool yet? The other one, oh, let me see. If I'm sub, I'll tell you guys right now. If, I think if we look up 3D printed CZ Scorpion, yeah, it should come up. Really and actually, idea. recently, speaking of Scorpion and real guns, I took my California gun safety license, or whatever it's called, so you could buy a gun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I passed that test, and then I also bought a pistol the same day. What? I bought a CZ75 SPO1. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're 21. I right. felt so it. So you can get a mm-hmm. pistol, yeah. Yeah, I felt it. I was like, this is the gun. The guy recommended it to me, whoever was at the gun store, uh, yeah. Guns Direct. And they, I was, as soon as I touched the gun, I'm like, this is the one. And I, my brother owns a Glock, so like I know what Glocks feel like. Okay. Um, and I know what many guns feel like. But the Glock's trigger pull is just so heavy. Yeah. Uh, the sights, it's like sometimes it's a little off. But I was comparing the sights at the gun store... And looking at the CZ75 SPO1 site and the feel of everything, the trigger pull, I was like, this is the gun. Like, this has to, I have to get this. Or else I was going to get a Glock 19, because we already have a 17. Like, I want to get something with a longer barrel. But the CZ75 was just perfect. Yeah. Plus, I love CZ. CZ is just, yeah, they like, good look. It's good. It's a good representation of their brand, everything they make. So Yeah. Cole, what was that one... Uh... What was that CZ pistol we we got? Uh, the, yeah, it was the airsoft, the airsoft version. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think it was the... Uh, yeah, I think it was... Yeah, the P... No. CZP09? PO9. PO9, yeah. PO9. Yeah, I, I had the PO9, actually. I painted the top slide gold. What's funny is my dad bought a air sander no it was sandblaster so i took oh, it nice. like when it was about to shit itself the gun because you know every gas blowback at some point something goes wrong so what my dumbass did was i got it and i tried to full auto it and i guess that messed with one of the uh what is it called rubber o-rings inside because yeah. after that i would just shoot two three and it would just go gas would just go out so I'm like, I want to oh, mess yeah. with it now. I yeah. want to upgrade it a little bit. So I took it apart, took off the sights, sandblasted it, painted it gold, put like four coats of clear on it. It was beautiful, but it didn't <laughs> shoot. So I was hoping that would add value to it, and I listed it on eBay for the price that I paid for, plus 50 bucks, and I included it in there. It doesn't work. They yeah. bought it, and they were like, thank you. I love the look of the gun and everything. Yeah, it's and a they wall hanger, it. bro. Yeah. Yeah, it, oh, it was they gold. Oh, they yeah, it was it was. If I had an option to get a pistol, it would either be the FN five seven or that CZP09. Yeah. So it was a really Speaking good gun. Speaking of the FN, that you know, you guys, Colton and Chris, that is a, that's a pistol I would like to try out. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. It's yeah. it's a nice feel. It's a very nice feel. Yeah, Either that or the FN45. That's a pistol I've never tried, ever. Like, yeah. yeah, I heard FNs are pretty good. I don't understand the hype around the high kappas, to be honest. I don't know if you guys have experience or anything uh, we have i mean we've gotten a lot of high kappas especially like from all right, the mystery, mystery boxes, boxes and stuff yeah. that we've done i mean they're i th- they're fine they they function just like every other gas blow pistol does really right uh, yeah i think the hype comes from the customization they have like the biggest amount of aftermarket parts that you can right. get for them right mm-hmm. so i've recently I think that's seen why people hype them up the way they are I've recently seen a WAG Entertainment unbox a $1,000 pistol, and I'm looking at him compare it with a base high kappa and a 1911, and I'm looking at the recoil, and the recoil isn't, one, it will be a full stroke, one will be like a half stroke, and I'm like, you pay $1,000 and that's all you get? When <laughs> going back on pistols like the FM45, the 5.7, uh, the CZP09, or most of the CZ or ASG pistols, they they've always operated perfect with me, um, yeah. so like spending that much, I would never. But you know, some people no, just I, I guess the customization, right? That's what. Well, I gotta say, you know, as far as uh, you know, airsoft channels that that we've checked out or watched, whatever, like you know, Colt, Chris, and JP, we're probably the cheapest 
of all of them. Like we don't we don't go. Oh no, you got to get a TM whatever. You got to get a no man. Like I like we've gotten, that. Like for real, we've gotten some. I swear to God, bro. The uh, the Lancer Tactical M4s that we've gotten, like every single one, we've got a handful of them. I can't remember any of them taking a shit. Uh, with all the testing we've done on the, in the reviews and playing or whatever, and then <clears throat> we've gotten uh, a handful of those AKs. What was that? The AK uh, was it a SEMA? SIMA? Uh, it's probably a super a cheap AK. Complimenting AK it and its price. AK Dude, it was like 120 bucks. 120 bucks. Mm, okay. AK 105, huh? This motherfucker was like, out of the box, bro. And it, it's in a shitty fucking box, okay? It's like. Yeah, the, it's like it's the most cheap packaging. Top. Yeah, cheap packaging. The plastic it's made out of is the most cheap thing ever, but the thing it's shot real. really good. This thing is blasting lasers at 400 FPS out of the box. Mm-hmm. And and that's been, and not just the first one we got, like multiple of them. And about, I, got still, I still have one in the uh, closet that I want to go test. That's one I, I want to do a stress test on with the 11 LiPo. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I want to just round after round, you know, just, brah, you know, full auto, see when this thing breaks. Because these things have been awesome out of the box. And all these guys are talking about, like on our Discord channel, they're always talking about uh, somebody asks, you know, especially somebody young. So we got a, you know, a teenager that comes on here is like, they're new. They're like, oh, what, you know, can I get a Lancer Tactical? Can I get a whatever gun to go on the field? All of these guys just swarm on them about, no, don't get this. you got to get a token. Like, dude, by the time they're done, they're telling this kid, this 14 or 15-year-old, to spend like 500, 600 bucks to go on the field. I'm like, you're just, dude, that's not what I can relate to the experience (laughs) of being told to get an expensive gun. Um, I don't know if Cole or Chris, you guys remember Kick Chat? But when I first started Airsoft, there was like a kick chat for Airsoft group. Yeah, I remember and that. And I joined, I and I'm like, hey, guys, I have this Spectre Echo 1, which was like a $90 gun at the time on sale. Like, no, it's shit. You need a Polar Star. You need a you need an HPA gun. I'm like, all right, let me go look up what it is. And, you know, and me just starting, I didn't even want to buy any, like, sort of armor except for good uh, eyewear, and that's all. Yeah. And I'm looking it up. It's like like five six hundred bucks i'm like oh hell no and they're like yeah if you don't get it you're not going to be good on the field i went on the field with the specter at hollywood sports which is like one of the bigger ones around here um and i was just able to pick off a lot of people and all i heard was the of the the polar stars those those kids that are just fingering the shit out of that trigger <laughs> yeah. and i'm just there with my specter with the 8.4 volt like it came with it like just, just shooting the shots it's hitting them uh i had to call them and beg for another low cap mag because i couldn't find any mags for the specter at the time i was begging them like please send it they're like okay fine we'll send you out one and then they had to like get a weird price on it because they didn't really have it so they sent me one so i'm on the field with two low caps just shooting it, keep topping it off every time I get a chance, changing to the next one. It was probably one of the best experiences ever. But, you know, any gun will do as long as you're just comfortable with the gun. Right. 
Absolutely. That's the thing and about I, just starting too. Like if you've never played, like say you're young and you like airsoft because you've seen a lot of YouTube videos and you're interested, but you never played yet. You, I don't. You, you need to buy like something that's, you know, entry level that's cheaper just in case you don't. Maybe you don't like it when you when you finally do play. Right. You know, you don't need to be convinced to buy a six hundred dollar gun you've never even played before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you need. Yeah. To, I think you need to start small. Just curious about the AK-105. Oh wait, is it an AK-105? The one on oh. Evike that goes on sale? Like, well, let me let me go. Like, let me go. I, honestly, let me I don't know. And it just goes I, sold out within two hours. I don't think like, it's, it's a like 105. A, is does it have the the stock that collapses, locks in, um, and then it's no, like it's a skeleton? Like a, it's like a, a standard like AK-47. Got like the wood furniture, standard wood stock, oh, wood. all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's like a super cheap one. Yeah, the one I have that I've converted into the ballpop that has been in most of my videos is... Oh, there's a box. Let's see it. It is a uh, live unboxing. Yeah. All right. All right, this is the uh, CM520. Okay. Uh... This is what it looks like in the box. You know, it's a top. It's a cardboard top with a start. Well, there you go. What the hell is that? <laughs> that? That looked like one of the infomercial fails. Like, they do it on purpose. Yeah, dude, for real. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's so drunk, gave the whole Okay, so it's not the wood furniture. I thought it was. <laughs> no, this one isn't. This one is not. Actually. Oh, is that the one that comes with the folding grip? It's included with a folding grip, or no? no? It does not. No, it's it's uh it's standard fixed. Stationary. Yeah, it's fixed. Oh, how about the the one to go on the front lower rail, like that kind of grip? Does it in, does it include one in the box or no? Because I've had one of these before. I think. Brought like a forward grip. Does it come with that? Yeah, like a forward grip. You know how the MP7 is? It has that folding grip that's like either like this or back. Uh, was, some of these AKs, they come with it. The ones that look kind of like this. I was oh, trying to like show it. what was in here, and uh... it all fell out. <laughs> it it unboxed itself. Shy. It couldn't wait. Lost. <laughs> yeah, so it comes with. All right, here we go. It comes with a uh, a green uh, sling there. Sling. Yeah, yeah. The neck, the neck rash sling. <laughs> Those, For real. those boxes. For real. Uh, so, no, uh, no foregrip. Of course, you know that thing always comes with. All right, and the magazine. That's it. That's a cool looking so, mag that they include. The waffle yeah, mag. Yeah, it actually is. I think Sima is like just got every beginning player's back when it comes to yeah, the 100%. AKs. I haven't had their M4s, but. I uh, one of my one of my first gun, the first gun that I bought to play with was a SEMA M4. Yes, and it worked fine. It was really good. Yeah, Yeah. as soon as you shoot one of those SEMA AKs, you can just hear that there's no air coming out of anywhere except for the barrel. Because when you shoot it, there's such a soft sound. It's like nothing is escaping, nothing is vibrating out of the ordinary. Um, And when I took apart my AK-105 gearbox, which was brand new. I looked into it, and 
there was like a nice thick grease in there that I couldn't clean out like as much as I was trying. Oh, so yeah. it's built it's really, like really good. Grease, the gears yeah. are thick too. It's it's a very dense material. Yeah. Um, yeah. And further on the topic of like not having to spend a lot of money to have fun, uh, one thing about that is attachments. Um, I started out with like $180 gun, but I had maybe another 200 worth of attachments. Woo! And this was when I didn't know about any of the China websites where uh, they're like, because if you buy a hollow site from China, like let's say an EOTech knockoff, it'll be 30 bucks with the EOTech branding, the green and red color with a couple oh, yeah. intensities. But if you buy that here in the U.S., you know, yeah, they take a nicer picture. They guarantee you that there is an EOTech on the side, but it's like 80 to 120 bucks. And that's how much I paid for my first knockoff EOTech. And I bought a, the magnifier scope because I was trying to get that Modern Warfare 3 hybrid sight um attachment (laughs) thing a look on there i put a grip the grip was like a bipod it turns into a flashlight that was like halogen it didn't work for shit um (laughs) and slowly as i was playing i took everything off the gun i took everything except for the grip off the gun and here i am just no sights just looking like hip fire kind of but looking again still just where it's going because i was i was too young i didn't know i had to like sight it in i thought you just put it on and it'll somewhat go there but here i am looking at someone shooting with the sight it's not hitting them i'm like call it call it little do you know your bullet's just going down it's not even i didn't even know how to touch the hop up so it's like as long as you have your hop up dialed you got some sort of you know idea on where it's going you'll have fun oh yeah definitely that was a that was something we had to you know we had to kind of adjust for our videos with uh, testing, you know, guns or reviewing guns where these guys would be talking and um, and they're like, oh, so this affects, you know, when we're out here shooting this, got a whatever, you know, barrel that affects the accuracy. I'm like, well, not really. Like, it's we got to show on the video, like, how straight the BB shooting or whatever, you know, because you got hop up, you know. A real gun, you don't have to, you know, it shoots straight <laughs> out the barrel, mm-hmm. you know. It's such a high uh, velocity and, a, you know, a dense, uh, you know, bullet. <laughs> so a BB, it's like it comes out, you've got the BB is a variable. So if you got shit BBs and there's stuff on them, you know, it's just like in paintball, if you know, whatever – it's going to come out and go this way. It's going to go that way. It's going to go down. It's going to go up. Then you got the hop up. <laughs> and then you got the bucking and then you got whatever. You know, it's like all these different things. Slightest bit of wind. Hits oh, the and then the wind, dude. And <laughs> in our the backyard. Wind. Yeah. And we're shooting 100 feet or whatever. And it's like, you know, we're shooting crosswind. And we're like, oh, this doesn't really, we can't show this on the video and say oh this is how the gun shoots out of the box because it's showing that it shoots shitty and you can't see wind so you know in a video so <laughs> it's like uh, yeah so people just think shoot. it's it's swerving everywhere yeah 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 it's like, I'm, I'm actually trying to look for a picture of my m4 build when i first like hpa'd it yeah i'm trying to look for it because it has Every attachment possible, like, there's no slot empty except for, like, laser slot on the side. Jesus. Um, 
And when I first shot that, this is what I expected, right? Because I put it to 160 PSI. Every HPA, HPA video I watch, they're just shooting straight lasers. So I'm like, oh, cool, I built my own. It's going to shoot like that. I shoot it. The BB doesn't even come out the barrel. I shoot the second one, and it's like the second one comes and hits the first one in the barrel that's just limp with no energy, <laughs> and it just barely makes it out. And then the next one, and, the, and I'm like, what the hell? So I was like messing with it and eventually I got it to come out of the barrel and like you said the wind no one can really tell where the wind is sometimes it's this way it'll be different and where I shoot the driveway starts so what happens is all this wind comes and just focuses into the driveway so I'm shooting and it's going to the left I'm like what the hell and I'm what? making a video too so I'm like this needs to come out good <laughs> so I'm trying to make it come out perfect and I go there and I stand I'm like fucking windy here you know yeah so no it's just i'm like all right i gotta stop shooting here and little did i know the fps was also low so it's like double whammy oh yeah and the bbs i'm using is that twenty-five thousand pack from evike i don't know if those are good or not but yeah it's just i really don't care i'll use the medium tier i won't use the the uk arm swap meat uh, 0.12 gram <laughs> you know that's what i won't use dude i swear to god i was just talking about this uh a couple weeks ago, we had uh, remember we had Daniel over on one of our videos, uh, Chris and Cole. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't remember what he came over for. Um, but anyway, oh, he was he was uh, yeah the SSP one and the SSX uh, Novik uh, pistols, and I was making fun of. Oh no, me and Johnny were talking about some you know BBs whatever. And I was like, you, you know, they don't use .18s or .12s or whatever, you know, like, because you can get those, but they're shit. I just yeah. saw a post on one of our uh, Instagram, uh, one of the channels we follow on Instagram. Uh, I think it's a Brazilian uh, or Argentina uh, Instagram or uh, um, Airsoft channel over there. And a guy was posting a picture of his Odin. He took it apart because it jammed up. But he was trying to, uh, you know, use up some older BBs that uh, one of his friends gave him, whatever, and end up being like shit BBs. You know, they were just horrible, like bad made. And uh, he opened up his Odin uh, because it got jammed up. And he has a, a close up picture of these BBs are like four or five BBs in a row out of the uh, gear, you know, that, that winds, uh, that were just like literally disintegrating. They were just turning to dust. They're like the the outer, you know, the outer part of it. They weren't even a ball anymore. They were just like crushed in the Odin, <laughs> just from him trying to wind it into the uh, mag. Yeah, it it really wow. does matter what kind of BBs you get uh, to put through your gun, and that's why we always say, you know, when we do what if you look at our older unboxings, well, those little BBs, you know, the pack of BBs, they sample send. BBs, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're like, oh, trash. <laughs> Throw these things away. Like, there's a couple videos I think Chris and Cole Trainers like, do not shoot these through your gun. <laughs> like, throw them in the trash. You know what's my problem with that? It's like the manufacturer is sending it to you. They should at least send you BBs that it's okay to run through their guns. When you look at A&Ks, yeah. they actually have their branding on the little sample bag of BBs. And I don't know if no it's still true, but, okay. but yeah, they have A&K on there. And it'll be like, it'll say whatever amount it is. Um, 
And I'm like, oh, okay, these are these are cool, you know. And I look at it, and I actually ran those through, and luckily nothing happened. But I I don't really know that those are not supposed to be ran through it, you know, the sample BBs. Um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, talking about the UK Arms BBs, those are not even seamless. You can tell the injection thing, whatever it is, like it's still <laughs> yeah. hanging a piece from there. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> most of the yeah, ones that's... that I've seen will be like the uh, they'll be the polished white ones. But some of them, when, they, when you get them, it'll be like the yellow pack or oh, yeah, the different color. Yep. In, yep. The, yeah, in the in the hard, right. hard plastic packaging, not the soft right. one. Don't yeah, ever right. don't ever <laughs> use those damn colored ones because usually yeah. they're no good. Yeah. Since we're talking about A and K, actually, I remember when Airsoft Megastore had a huge sale. I bought a M60 full metal with oh, drum man. mag auto winding for 150 bucks, Jeez. and yeah. It was crazy. I bought that. I bought an RPK wood blowback for 50 bucks. I bought a G36 that was like a weird G36. Yeah. I bought that for 50 bucks. If you guys go back and think about it like as a thing, if you were to buy all their stock at that price, you would pretty much just be making a lot of money because the $50 <clears throat> RPK you could sell for 250 bucks because it's real wood, yeah. comes yeah. with the drum mag that has auto wine plus the M60, that would go for like 500 bucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as soon as I got on the computer, there was only one left in stock of almost everything. So I just went, buy, buy, buy. I didn't even ask my parents. I was young at the time. I probably should have, but... As, as a young, you know, as me, it was a good investment move because I'm like, I know the prices. This is at least double, so my parents won't get mad at me. And luckily, they were just a little mad because they didn't understand that they had to trust me. But as soon as I sold it, I was like, hey, mom, guess what? Like, I sold it. And then I forgot the profit of it. But anyway, it got lost. And then somehow I ended up buying a full wooden SVD. That one was at cost, though. And that SVD, I bought a the $200 PASO scope for it from Evike, and that was the best experience I've ever had sniping. If you look down it and shoot, the BB is going to get there. It was Everything was stock, but the barrel was really, really long. Like, it's a big-ass gun. Everybody yeah. would spot you. But the thing is that you would be able to shoot them before their BBs could reach you. Yeah. So slowly, I upgraded, upgraded, upgraded until I eventually sold almost all my stuff whenever I was kind of bored. And probably the one of the most stamina or endurance like draining experiences I've ever had was when I was playing at Warped Ops, which is like a more deserty field with shitty 2x4 and plywood buildings. <laughs> I was holding the M60. I actually used it in one game ever. It's a, like a 15 or a 16-pound gun, and I had it full of BBs, battery, battery for the mag and the gun. I'm running from spawn to the firefight point, and I'm breathing out of my ass. I see a guy <laughs> maybe like like 50 feet in front of me. I'm looking at him, and my sights aren't aligning because I'm breathing so hard. I'm trying to shoot him. But it's just so hard to hold the damn gun up. And the reason why this is important because when, when I play Tarkov and – Pretty sure, Chris, you can you can relate to this. When the ergo runs out of the gun, they start swaying their gun everywhere. Oh yeah. I'm like I'm like just hold it, and then I go back to the feeling of when I was in airsoft holding a fat ass heavy gun. Yep. Like you can't you can't do that. So it's airsoft. Yeah, you can that's only why I hold that so gun up for so long. Yeah, that's why I love airsoft tired. so much. It's yeah, it's so yeah. it's a real you know 
simulation. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, welcome to these guys' world when they're growing up and we're watching, you know, action movies, war movies, and I'm like, nope, nope, no, that, that's, listen. That doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean, you got to be in good shape. These guys, you know, when you run and, you, you know, or gun goes off inside a building, I'm like, nope, they're deaf. You know, because they, yeah. they they have all the shootouts inside a concrete fucking you know center block building, and then two seconds later they're all talking to each other like normal. I'm like, nope, you're deaf. Well, like you cannot hear for three days, bro. And then you know, I'm like, these guns, at you know, they're eight pounds M16 that I that I had, and then you got thirty round mags. That shit's heavy, bro. Carry that fucker like in this position for a goddamn thirty minutes. See what happens, you know. Like you're you're like goddamn cramping up and no, this shit's you know so yeah I used to go I used to nitpick the fuck out of these action movies all the time when these guys were growing up so when they started airsoft and they went to their first event I remember them you know and they were all geared up and the first thing I asked them because nobody you know they don't show this in movies of course uh, it'd be kind of stupid to show in a movie but um, when they came back I was like they said something about their boots or their you know, feet hurting or whatever. I was like, yeah, you bought new boots and then you went on the field and you know, yeah. you know, they didn't break them in. I was like, Oh, you know, rookie mistake. Number one. I mean, we all learn. I learned, you know, you go through boot camp, but they, uh, I was like, you got blisters out your ass, bro. Look, if you cannot walk it, it's horrible. It's horrible. If you got bad fitting boots or, you know, boots that aren't broken in or whatever, like they came back and they were like, Holy shit. Now I know. Now I know. Like all this gear, you got all you know. It's heavy. It's difficult, you know, to to actually get to yeah. a point where you can shoot, and, and you know, and then you're tired. You're breathing. You're going. Your gun's going like this because you're it's like an <laughs> airsoft. <laughs> airsoft isn't even the real weight of a lot of this stuff. Like yeah. when you wear a yeah, plate yeah. carrier in airsoft, you don't have you know real ceramic or steel plates. Your helmets aren't real Kevlar. You know, a hard shell. Everything is lighter. All your guns are lighter. Obviously, BBs weigh like nothing. You can carry as many as you want. So it's still hard, you know, carrying all the stuff in airsoft. Sure. And it's not even the real weights. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I I was lucky when it came to the boots stuff because um, I'm I actually still have I kept buying the same pair of Under Armour uh, boots. These are the best boots ever. I wear them as normal work shoes. Um, and I actually broke them in before going. That's something my mom made me do. And we didn't like the first time I wore like Fila shoes, Fila, you know, the brand, it was just normal running shoes. I wore it. It got all dusty. There was like dirt and mud in my shoes from the first time I was airsofting. And I was like, I need some shoes after for the next one. So I just wash it off and nothing happens. Um, but yeah, that would have sucked though. If I had like boot problems while I was having gun problems too, on the same time, yeah. <laughs> for real. Yeah, it's so common with the gun problems. Like I'm pretty sure every single time we've ever gone to an event, uh, we either see somebody that has a broken gun or one of our own guns breaks or is not working right. Yeah, yeah. I like, said didn't like, you like, guys, Colton, didn't you have a gun break on the field or not, or was that Christian? I've more than had a gun break on the field. <laughs> I don't think Colton has. 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't yeah. know if any of my guns are ever broken on the field, but like. All of my guns are, are from mystery boxes. I, I haven't bought a single, like, actual gun. I remember that one. Uh, I remember that 249 that I bought. I think it was an ANK 249. I took it to uh, SQ. Remember that? I think it was, like, the second time we ever went to SQ. And uh, it has, like, this. Uh, it has, like, a. A button to quick release the barrel, just like the real 249 does, because they have to change out barrels. And it's really easy to hit on the airsoft version. So I'm running, I have all this gear on, it's like my second time ever playing. And I fucking accidentally hit that button, and my barrel just ejects <laughs> off the front of the gun in the middle of the woods. What? <laughs> yeah. But well, oh my god! So I had to try to hurry up and try to fix it while I'm in the middle of the woods. Just sitting yeah, on my knees trying to figure out what the hell happened to this thing. Out of all the things they can make like really realistic, they make that one button really easy to press. So, is yours yeah. the one that had the MOSFET in the front that you could like you could change you could like if you go clockwise it goes higher rate of fire. If you go counterclockwise, no. no. it didn't have a MOSFET in it at all. Actually, I had to run a, uh, a regular battery like a regular nine six in it. Uh, I remember my ANK had it, and I didn't know what the hell it did till I sold it. So here I am on the field shooting. I'm like, hmm, what's this do? And I'm messing with it, and my brain doesn't even realize that it's slowing, like, shooter. I mean, it's shooting slower, and it's shooting faster. So until after I sold it, I was like, oh, that's cool. So that's what that does. Nice. So how did how did Trifecta Airsoft come to be? Like, what what is what is the whole movement or thing of it, you know? That's well, a great question. That is a good question. So... When we first got into Airsoft, it was really from JP. Like, we had played, like, just with these really crappy, like, little low-power AEGs uh, in his backyard, like, one time, like, a few years ago. And then uh, one day, randomly, he just said that he had started playing with some of his friends. Like, he had played an actual game or whatever. And I had always been, like, a little bit interested, but never really knew how to get started, you know, all that Mm -hmm. stuff. And then he started talking about these mystery boxes from Evike, uh, where you can just pay like 200 bucks or whatever, and you'll get a gun. That's cool. And then whatever, for whatever reason, it came up, we should do a video on it. And that's kind of how we started uh, our videos. And then JP came up with the name of Trifecta Airsoft. He was like drawing these uh, logos and stuff, and uh, he just randomly came up with it. <clears throat> That's that's pretty cool. The name Trifecta is pretty cool as well. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it's definitely fun to make videos, but you guys ever feel pressured like, oh, I have this, like, due date or something. Like, I got to get this video out. This isn't ready, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> E-Rock. Hey, listen. The E-Rock first has that more than any of us. I've actually, I've actually, I've actually talked about that on a couple of videos uh, in the past. Where I was, uh, they might be on just our Patreon videos. I can't remember, but uh, it was the first year um, I was on these guys. So I, you know, I was on these guys about doing videos and, and making content. And, uh, you know, they got it, like you said, you know, JP was uh, getting in Airsoft, and then they were, and then uh, me and Colton, me and and Colton actually had uh, a YouTube, or a YouTube channel 
called CNR Reviews, and we were reviewing like whatever, just random shit. Well, then uh, when JP was talking about airsoft guns, I was like, "Oh, Colton, we should do that on our channel." So, uh, and and we filmed two or three videos. And remember, uh, in fact, Chris, uh, Colton, you had that. Oh God, what's the name of that company or um, that little shotgun, that little shoddy you had, that little short one? Yes. And uh, so you had that one. And then Christian, I filmed a, uh, right on the back steps or back deck. You were doing like a pistol. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's do this in slow motion. And I never posted those. I never made a video out of them because uh, we were originally going to put those on uh, our CNR Reviews channel. Well, then, like the next week, uh, when I was about to edit those, uh, JP was over talking about those mystery boxes. I was like, dude, that would be awesome to like do a, 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 a YouTube channel for this thing. So these guys were, you know, were already interested in Airsoft. Uh, I was interested in doing a, a YouTube channel. So at the time I was laid up. I was, you know, I was not, I was not able to get out of the house and stuff. I was sick. And, um, and so I needed something to keep me occupied. So I, uh, I was, I started like three or four different YouTube channels. And, uh, and so when they talked about Airsoft stuff, I was like, yeah, let's film it, you know? And so they started buying mystery boxes and then I started buying them with them and we started filming it and I started editing. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I mean, it was <laughs> shitty audio. Uh, remember that? I mean, I was, we were trying oh, yeah. to figure out the, how we can get the audio better and not echoey and all this other shit and whatever. And then I started using the green screen. I learned how to do that. And if you watch our older videos, bro, I'm like, you can see the progression because I went from, you know, shitty, like, just no lighting, right? This yellow tint uh, because we had the kitchen light on, you know, whatever. And then uh, shitty audio to, oh, uh, we made this uh, spare bedroom into a studio. We put a green screen. You know, I put a green sheet, literally like a bed sheet almost, to hang in the back and then I tried to learn how to use that and some of our videos are fucked up because uh, I didn't know how to use the damn green screen setting in the uh, editing side anyway it was a it was a you know it's been a process but we uh, but Johnny definitely was uh, the originator of the actual airsoft idea with these guys and then also uh, with the trifecta name because I, uh, the original name we came up with was um, uh, SS Airsoft. Oh yeah, that's right. You, do you guys remember that? Um, yeah. What what the hell did that stand for again? What did we say it was? Fuck, I don't even know. Sharpshooter, something like sharp that. Sharpshooter, yes, sharpshooter airsoft. Is that what it was? Yep. Yep. It was a sharpshooter airsoft. You know, we call I think in SS an alternate airsoft. universe, you guys yeah. did stay with SS Airsoft. And yes. I don't know if you guys have seen when when uh, Ryan Reynolds goes back to shoot himself when he had the green green lantern idea in the oh, one yeah, movie yeah. in the Deadpool movie. Deadpool he goes back I think, to shoot. I think in the universe you guys did that, and in this one, <laughs> someone came up and said, "Fuck that idea!" Yes. And then you guys have to try back. Not that it's bad exactly. or anything, but well, right? didn't we? Have, uh, 
I think it was we made the name. We actually named the channel that and everything, and then we yeah, found we out there was already another one. There was already yep. a channel that was named that or something like yep. that. Yeah, there's actually a retail store called SS Airsoft. We, yeah, we that's named everything. We did everything. We set everything up for SS Airsoft, and we were actually working on a logo, uh, you know, a drawing for it, whatever. And uh, and then I, I was like, well, well, let me check everything. So I checked all the business names and all this whatever. And I was like, fuck, it's fucking SS Airsoft. Like, there's a retail store that's like a legitimate business. It's been around for a while. Like, there's established, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh, we can't take that, bro. We can't do it. Like, you know, we we got to find something else. And then JP came up with uh, Trifecta Airsoft, which was funny because, you know, I mean, it was these three, really, that played Airsoft. I don't, I haven't, you know, played with these guys. And uh, mm-hmm. I just do all the, the editing and set up the, the, the website and all that kind of stuff, whatever. And But the first year, bro, I was on their ass. I mean like a drill instructor, like content, content. Dude, if you look at some of the release dates of our the first year of our videos, there's like, we were putting out like two and three videos a week. Wow. And that's filming, editing, posting. And I was Setting constant. Up. <laughs> I was constant on these dudes. And they were like yeah. ready to fucking fire my ass, okay? Well, that was like also, we, we were on steroids heavy then. Yeah, I was. I was on steroids. I was paralyzed, uh, partially paralyzed for a while. And I was on steroids to, uh, you know, they put me on steroids to help me move around. Yeah. But, mm. dude, it turned me into a fucking asshole. <laughs> hey, well, they got you guys here with the channel. so. Oh, you know. uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, anytime, yeah, anytime you guys need a push to get out more videos, just give him some more steroids. Him steroids <laughs> yeah. right? give, him, give him the stimmy, the stimmy. <laughs> Yes. Combat stimulant injectors. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh my god, it's funny. Yeah. But you know, it's uh it's really it's it's changed over time and uh, we've had a good time doing it. And honestly, once we started getting a fan base, it's uh that's kind of been the exciting thing now is uh is doing stuff for like hey, what can we do to to connect with our our viewers, you know? And that's actually how this podcast idea came up, for real. Because our original plan was we were going to do some videos for a few months and then we were going to start traveling throughout the country and uh, as a team. And I would film and I would edit and post. These guys would play with you know our viewers. So we would go to, from state to state, just drive or fly or whatever, and, uh, and get with these guys. And uh, and play with them, you know, on the field, or whatever. And we take like a special gun or something, do like a giveaway or a promotion, uh, you know, and, and give a, a new gun to these uh, viewers that we met up with. And uh, and it would be a cool video. It'd be fun for them, you know, that we got with, and and uh, you know, give them something cool to remember us by, whatever. And then we take off. We'd have a cool video. We had a great time. We met new, you know, somebody new. Uh, face-to-face, and uh, I love meeting new people. And uh, so cool. anyway, that was our original plan. And, of course, 2020 happened, and it fucking, the whole world took a shit, okay? And uh, <laughs> it's all so, bullshit anyway. Dude, it's fucking bullshit. So, uh, <laughs> you know, the scamdemic or whatever it's called. But uh, so we... Clandemic. <laughs> 
for real. So we uh, great. This video is gonna get flagged now. I know. Right. We never said that. We never said that. No, no. Yeah, we didn't say it. Well, I mean, look, this isn't live, so I'll just cut that fucker out. I'll ble- I'll put a bleep there. They won't even just hear. Put, it. Just just mute that part of the audio and be fine. Yeah, I'll just mute it. <laughs> <clears throat> that so, little uh, half a second or whatever. <laughs> right. So we um. So I, recently, I've been thinking like, uh, what can I do? We 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 want to travel. Okay, you know what? Let's do a podcast. Fuck it. Uh, let's do a video podcast. All these other people are doing like Zoom classes and fucking, you know, all this shit. I'm like, dude, that's a great idea. And then I started yeah. looking on Discord. I mean, this is very recent, like in the last three weeks. Uh, the idea came up and uh, or at least how to, you know, put it together. So anyway, so this is where we're at. And I was like. I'm going to, you know, send a message out to some people on Discord. And you were the one of the guys because I was really impressed, honestly. And I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass, but, uh, you know, really impressed with some of your videos uh, when you first started your channel. And not just that. Thank it you. was the the respect you showed when you joined our Discord. You asked, you know, you sent me a message saying, hey, would you mind if I uh, promote my channel or, you know, send a link or, promote, you know, put a... Mm-hmm. video up or whatever you know uh i have my own youtube channel i was really impressed with that because i'm you know i'm i'm big on mutual respect and hell yeah um, you can't go to someone else's place and be like yo here's my link right yeah you can't go real, advertise in someone else's business yes so, and that's a thing you know, a lot of that. people don't understand especially younger people like yourself you know they don't understand mutual respect you know because uh, they haven't had to earn it in real life you know you're not allowed mm-hmm. to get in fights in school anymore when i grew up we were and that was a real thing. Like, you don't talk shit to somebody to their face, especially and if not, they're and not bigger have than consequences. You. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so, uh, you know. But anyway, that was a big deal. So, um, but you were the one that's, you know, that I wanted to have on our channel or on our podcast. Uh, you have a lot of good ideas with your three D printing stuff, and uh, and and speaking of that. Uh, how did you get into 3D printing? Like, what got you started on that? Hmm. What was the first thing? Because there's a lot. Because not, if not I go everyone's on my interested. Channel, not everyone's interested in that, you know? Yeah, it's some people look at it and they're just like, oh, wow, it's a 3D printer. I press this button and it happens fast. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. let, me, let me go take a trip down my brain and I will remember Okay, so I see my first videos. So my first videos were RC car stuff. That's That was my sponsored videos, my first. And I was like, okay, RC car, hmm, what's next? Like, can I do 3D print? So I was like, all right, RC battery stuff worked. So now let me try to message a 3D printer filament company. So I messaged maybe two of them or three and because those were the really ones that sticked out to me and then all of them said yeah sure we'd love to sponsor you and i was like oh this is working out perfect and then so whenever they actually saw my channel i was small at the time they were like oh he's not going to get much views or anything so one of them dropped out and the other two were still in so now i had to pick and i saw that genos was a smaller company and the other one was a little bigger so i went with them and they were like hey what's your first thing you want to 3d print they're like we see you have rc car videos do you want to 3d print an rc car i'm like oh sure i look it up there's this beautiful looking f1 uh rc car 
I get that. I put everything together. I make a cool video. And from there on, I was like, okay, so 3D printing is for me. Slowly, it just changed. So now whatever hobby I do, it's like 3D printing is incorporated into it in some way. So Airsoft, for example, you buy the gun, and then you 3D print the internals or even the externals, like the grips, the side Picatinny rails or anything. And slowly from there, it just opened up, opened up. Now I just have filament and shit everywhere that's 3D printed. (laughs) Nice. Seriously, yeah. Well, uh, it's just uh, bef- before we uh, before we get to the end. I know we've been talking for a while. Uh, if yeah. you if you had a choice, uh, so you're going on the field. It's a one day event. Okay, I'm going to give you a scenario here, and uh, you got a uh, choice: any gun with any attachments, whatever. Uh, and you know any primary and secondary what what do you got what are you going on the field with it's got to no, be no a SR no limit all right it's got to be a SR25 um, um just do i get to customize the internals yeah everything anything you want it's like okay. it's like the scene in the matrix where okay. all the racks of guns, like anything you want. Oh yeah, custom, like I've unlocked. Like oh, you just uh-huh. point. You just point. It's just like picking your shit in Call of Duty or Battlefield, and it just happens. Okay. Okay. Well, me. You know it's funny. You ever seen Sharkboy Lava Girl? When that daydreamer guy, he he finally figures out he's a daydreamer. <laughs> right. I relate that to Matrix all the time. I'm like that's the same shit when they both it wake is. up. It is. So I would have an SR25 with like a one to three times zoom scope it would have the quick detach suppressor some sort of i saw miracle barrels working better than like um other barrels but i'm talking a fat ass barrel on there that's a tight bore uh, a drum mag but a p mag looking drum mag not the whack ass box stuff a p mag looking like the round one, one. P, like one of those d mag 60s or those p mag 60s yes yes yeah. those exactly one of those on even though they're different calibers but i'm pretty sure they have them for it one of those a full stock so not the collapsing one um probably just a normal grip or some pistol grip you know have a one to three times zoom scope on there i wouldn't change much from the gearbox to be honest because uh, I really like that. Whatever I had electric was fine. Secondary, probably a 5.7, to be honest. I want something fat oh, and bulky. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. But my main selling points would just be SR25 with a quick detached suppressor, extended mag on there, like a fat one, and a 5.7. Nice. That's got to be all. That's a great That's a great loadout. You know, and that's something that, uh, speaking of the 5.7, that's something that we've never gotten in a in a mystery box, have we? No. I don't think we've ever tried one out. Nope. I would like to. Well, okay. I guess it's we'll set for that. a future video. Yes, definitely. <laughs> what yeah. I see a lot from the SR, uh, from the Airsoft 5.7 is that guy who he reloads the gun, but instead of reloading the mag, he takes the gun and puts a different gun on the mag. Uh, he has like a skull mask. I'm pretty sure you guys have seen it. Maybe you've forgotten it, about it by now. Oh, but yeah, that, you, that surfaced the internet one time a long time ago. He would just change the gun instead of the magazine. It was oh, really funny, funny at the time. <laughs> that yeah. is funny. Now, what I want to try to do is, uh, you know, where they um, when they reload a mag, have you ever seen these where they do, like, on real steel gun uh, channels and also airsoft, 
where they uh, you know, pistol mag, they drop one and then they throw one up and they slam the gun while it's in midair. They slam the gun into the uh, magazine while it's in midair without holding it, you know, and it goes right into the mm-hmm. gun and they continue shooting. That's what I want to learn how to do. Okay. Then we'll be a real YouTube channel. All right. <laughs> get a, make sure you get a gun that the feeder on the top is easily replaced. Cause if you hit it on the side, it's going to break the plastic and you screw. How dare you? We are not going to miss. Okay. We're going to get it right the first time. <laughs> yeah, go for it. I'm sure. Christian shot the, the water balloon with the katana and hit it the first time. Dude, seriously. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. I don't know if you heard that, but the, uh, one of the giveaways we did, <clears throat> the uh, we built a, um, what was that? A, what kind of launcher was that? Oh, a slingshot. Slingshot? It was like a... It was a slingshot. It was one of those giant slingshots. You know that. Have you seen these videos where somebody tries to use it with like a little watermelon, and it turns it comes around and, and comes back and hits him in the face? Remember yeah, that? Yeah. There was a video, a famous video of a girl uh, in a bikini or something, and she was trying to do her shorty shorts or something. She's trying to, and it and it just flips around. And it comes back and and it like knocks her, almost knocks her out, whatever. But uh, we built one of these. Uh, a frame for it and uh you know we put uh uh water balloons in it and we were testing it out trying to get it you know set just right well uh we built it coltrane actually has a real um like legit uh japanese katana sword and um so we set that up uh and then shot christian shot a uh a water balloon at the katana sword so the this is how we did the drawing for the giveaway so we put uh, colored water so we filled the water balloon up with uh, green was it green colored water so we put food coloring in the water filled it up into the balloon and then shot it against uh, or towards the you know katana sword and it hit the sword and splattered, and then we had uh, all the giveaway uh, entries, you know, the names, we had cut them out. They would print them out on paper, cut them out, and, uh, you know, like this, and had those scattered on the ground, on the grass, behind the sword. So whichever uh, name or piece of paper got the most green on it, then that was the winner. And so this... So Christian, we we tested this thing. How many balloons did we shoot? Remember though, the first one we tried it, fucking just like it went floppy and shit Flop on the ground. <laughs> it was crazy, bro. So uh, anyway, we got it set up just right, and uh, so we we get it turned around to where we're aiming towards the sword. And I said, "You ain't gonna hit this first time, so we're gonna need a few, you know, a few tries." He's like, "Watch me, bitch," and he pulls it back. And he hits the fucking sword the first time, dude. I couldn't believe it. So uh, yeah, anyway, it's a good you, thing you, too because we missed every other time and we ran out of water balloons. <laughs> we did. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so that was uh, you know it was kind of fun. But wow, that's uh, a lot of commitment for one video. Wow. Oh, I bet yeah. it took a long time to set up. Dude, we used to build. We used to build shit all the time, and we still do. Yeah. Do you so I see the in the videos you guys have like a big backyard like near a, like a 
tree area. Yeah. Do you are you guys ever like have your own airsoft wars there, like amongst just each other? No, it's not really big enough for that. It might look bigger than it actually is in in our videos because of the way that it's framed. Yeah, it looks it looks huge. Like if I had that back there. Mm-hmm. So like, there's not like much cover. You just be kind of out in the open shooting each other <laughs> if you were to play. Yeah. <laughs> if I had well, a backyard like that, I'd be like making my own forts and shit, and then I'd be playing some sort of scenario where it's like, here's one mag. You have to advance here, push the enemy back to get your next mag, and then same thing with the other side. I always think of like scenarios if I had my own house with like a big backyard. Yeah. But yeah, we actually yeah, have there. Cool. There is enough space for us to do a setup like that. It would be more kind of like a CQB uh, area. But I we've talked about that in the past, where you know we could set up some type of like cover and uh, and do that kind of things. But yeah, it's yeah, it would be we'd have, we, it would be something we'd have to be able to move out of the way when we do other things, you know, because we have big parties mm-hmm. here. We have big barbecues and we have a bunch of people over and, uh, dude, some of our parties last year, or I guess 2019 or whatever, we used to have parties here that would have like 30 and 40 and 50 people here. And, uh, you know, cause we have a, you know, above ground pool. It's not, no, nothing special, whatever, but, uh, we have a deck, we have above ground pool. We have the, uh, bonfire area. We have the, you know, barbecue, uh, the grill or whatever. So uh, we would have so many people here. It would be crazy, man. Like, you know, and we Project needed a X lot of space. Oh, and then we were playing cornhole, you know, yeah. <laughs> we had horseshoes set up one time, and then we had a volleyball net set up over there. So, um, you know, if we had uh, if we had set up a, an airsoft thing, we'd, it would be fun as fuck. Hey, maybe, maybe you and your guests, you guys have an all-out ground war. I know, right? <laughs> Hey, well, there's actually some, uh, well, I don't think I posted these videos, but I had, my mom came to visit. She's in uh, Northern Ohio and uh, by Cleveland and she came to visit and JP was over here for, I can't remember what, what holiday it was. Was it Memorial Day or something? Uh, A couple years ago. I don't remember. And uh, my mom was here. So we all, we set up a table back there and did like a pistol, uh, you know, airsoft pistol contest. And I had my mom out there shooting with us, you know, and she's 70 years old. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was fun as hell, man. Yeah. And I was filming the whole thing too. I bet that's really fun. Yeah. I, the only shooting I do in my backyard is just with these HPAs that I have going on. And these are always just giving, uh, some sort of problem, but every time I try to fix it and eventually I'll get my own backyard and be able to have my horse. Hell Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so before we sign off, are there uh, are there any uh, tips you would like to offer any of the younger, I guess younger than you, you know, starting out uh, airsoft or three D print? I guess you know for you a lot of it's connected, right? Um, any advice you would offer them? Uh, yes, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a well rounded advice though. It's not just gonna be for three D printing or airsoft. Oh shit! Um, if you're doing bad in school, okay, do your homework first because when I was young, I played and I didn't do as much homework and I regretted oh, it. Terrible. Um, no, you're not gonna need to know what sine, cosine, or tan is, but just learn it for geometry. 
And then <laughs> once you're done with all your school stuff, um, don't just go and play game. Um, do something productive, really productive, like uh, airsoft or even if you want a 3D print, just go for it. If you're going to spend 300 bucks on a 3D printer and you're young and you can't like really afford it, save up for that instead of buying some sort of skin in Call of Duty or something, you know? Uh, save up slowly and even if you have to, ask your parents for like a loan or something because you'll learn a lot and the knowledge for a 3D printer, you could take it and use it almost everywhere. And if you want to airsoft, you know, airsoft can give you like real life skills as far as like, you know, home defense, which you, God forbid, you never know when you'll have to use. So just be productive and try to play as little game as possible. That's coming from me because I've messed up. I play too much games as a kid. And then by the time I try to be like educating myself, it's kind of slow. So I got to really cram it a lot now. But as far as like podcasts, this this is really fun. Like I really enjoyed this. And I'd probably like to have another one like later on after a couple of videos from me and from you guys. Yeah, yeah. We like check back in and possibly have a gaming day as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we have a we have a gaming thing set up. We've actually done we posted a couple of videos in the past where we had a, a group, you know, what we call it, Trifecta Gaming or something, or Trifecta Gaming Night or some shit. Uh, oh, tag Trifecta Airsoft Gaming, and uh, we did a couple, you know, games with some guys, and it was really hard to find a group game that we could all play, you know, because not all games are cross-platform, and we were all on different things: PC, Xbox, PlayStation, whatever. Uh, Nintendo, so it was. Uh, but uh, we did have fun doing those things, and those are uh, those are fun as well. But this this has been a really good time, man. It's been great to get to know you, and uh, and see you face to face. Well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. So uh, yeah, we could probably do here. like we could probably do like Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, because that's yeah. cross platform for a lot of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, anytime, just let me know. Or Tarkov. Oh, yeah. Or Tarkov. <laughs> Tarkov is, is not even cross PC. You can only play with like high end PCs. You can't even play with low end or well, you know what you end. could do. For I'll real. tell you what you could do. You guys could stream you guys could stream together on our Trifecta Airsoft Gaming Discord and I'll record it. You just let me know when you're doing it and I'll record it and I'll get all the juicy details of how y'all cuss when Oh yeah. You, okay, you say okay. bad you know words. <laughs> you already know. No, yeah, you know. Kidding. It's I, I look calm here, but as soon as we go into a game or something, and something happens, it's it's fucking raging, just... bro. Raging. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, appreciate you being on, man. It's been fun. Yeah, I appreciate uh, you now. Guys is having is me. Alex your first name? Is that? Yes. Van yeah. It's Alex. You, that's what uh-huh. I was going to ask you. How did you come up with Van Alex? Uh, so I was in English class. There was a word called. Uh, let me make sure no one's listening. All right, we're safe. So there was a word called banal. I didn't know. I, still, though, I don't know what it means. But my English teacher said it like as if we all knew it. So I was like, and I was looking at Vanoss Gaming, which at the time was blowing up. I was like, guys, we should make a knockoff oh, gaming yeah. channel. We should call it Vanal Gaming. It was like Vanoss and, and banal, the word. I don't know why I got that connection, but I got that as well. And then a girl asks, like, hey, what's what's banal gaming? And me, an idiot in high school, 
I was like, you might have to blur this out, but I was like, oh, it's veiny anal. I'm a porn star. <laughs> and, then, and then she was like, what? She just, for her whole life, it seemed like she was traumatized from me. She didn't talk to me. Oh, Jesus. That. So oh, no. I kept I kept my name, Vanilex, because it's like, oh, you could put two of them together. And Vanil Gaming actually fell apart. Yeah. And all we had was like a couple of CSGO videos and World at War. But... Yeah, I just kept it. I was like, you know what? Alex is kind of plain. You know, no one wants a YouTube channel called Alex. I'm like, Van Alex. And I never checked if it was like a, like a registered name. So if it is, I'm screwed. But I have that underscore there just in case. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. Yeah. Awesome, man. Cool. Well, thank you for being uh, on here, bro. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah. You guys have a yeah. great thank night. Thank you for being a part of our uh, channel and our Discord. Yeah, man. It's been awesome. Uh, thanks for the, all the resources. Absolutely, yep. bro. All right. All right. Well, you guys have a great night. See you, you guys. See you later. later.